You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, everyone. This is uh, the good Reverend Jim again. And uh, this week we do not have my crazy friend Ronnie. Uh, so no Ronnie joke. Uh, we might joke about her, but <laughs> no Ronnie joke. But instead, uh, we got my son back for a second week in a row. Uh, this is Evan. Uh, we're not going to call him the crazy one. We're going to call him like the – you want dork, right? You, like Dork. <laughs> Dork's fine. Dork's fine? Dork's fine. You like dork brother geek? Yeah. Yeah. So the show is supposed to be the, the good Reverend Jim and his crazy friends. But uh turns out that Evan actually falls into the category of uh, the geek science, just like me. So uh, um, so we can't come crazy. <laughs> now, some some people disagree. <laughs> yeah, we can we can do that. So uh, uh, this the show is uh, about uh, relationships, uh, and I like to start off the ro- uh, show aside from having Ronnie tell a joke, uh, but just give a, a quick rundown of the astrology uh, so that you know what category you belong into. Um, by the way, on this particular show, we're going to be talking about the quality called the fixed signs. Uh, but um, but like I said, I'm going to give you the basics of astrology so that you can like halfway pay attention. Um, so with astrology, we divide things into uh, different categories, and most people know about the elements uh, because you're perfectly compatible with people of the same element. Uh, the elements are the fire signs, which is Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, the earth signs, which is uh, Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo, and uh, the air signs, Libra, Aquarius, which is like Evan's uh, girlfriend, and Gemini, which is what Evan is. And then we got the water signs, which is uh, Cancer, which is what Ronnie typically is, which she is still, <laughs> uh, Scorpio, and Pisces. So if you're going to be on one of these little dating apps and stuff like that, you know, you, you might as well give yourself a fighting chance and start off with someone that's as perfect as can be and then go from there. Uh, because uh, even with uh, uh, perfect compatibilities, there are always differences. If, with any relationship, there's differences. So uh, the nice thing about the elements is there are differences, but they complement each other. Uh, and this is where we get into the qualities. So astrology also breaks things down to different qualities. And the qualities are uh, what's called the cardinal signs. I often refer to them as the beginner signs or the crazies or the salespeople, uh, personal people. Uh, but the cardinal signs are the Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Uh, the other category is the fixed signs. The fixed signs, and these are the ones we're going to be talking about today, Evan. Evan doesn't actually know what we're talking about today. No, yeah, they don't know anything <laughs> where they come in here. So uh, the uh, fixed signs are what I call the middle. And by beginning, middle, and end, I mean the beginning of the season, like spring, winter, fall. Uh, we're right now in the middle of spring. So right now is Taurus. So Taurus is a fixed sign, which is a middle sign. So the fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. So we often call them the, the bit signs, uh, the determined people, the whatever. Stubborn. Uh, yeah, stubborn. Stubborn is good. Uh, then finally, we have the mutable sign, or what I call the end, or the geeks. Uh, and that's Gemini, which is what Evan is, and uh, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, which is what I am. So uh, we are a geek signs. So uh, the thing about the qualities is uh, if you take a quality like the air signs, for example, uh, the air signs are Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini. Now, one person in that set is going to be a cardinal or beginner. And in this case, it's going to be the Libra. And they're going to be, tend to be the, 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 fun, the, the fun and dumb ones, you know, the more crazy ones, so the, the, the personal ones, the ones that people just like. So, and then we have the fixed signs, which are the middles, which are the bitches. In this case, we talked about this extensively last week <laughs> about, about, about 
Evan's girlfriend, Victoria. Yeah, just a little side note. She did listen to that podcast and she found it hilarious. So uh, we're, we're all good. We're not in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, good because we're going to talk a lot more about her today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. <laughs> so today's episode, we're going to focus on the fixed sign. But anyways, on the air signs, the Aquarius would be the, 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 the bitch, uh, uh, the middle sign. And the Gemini, which is what Evan is, he would be the mutable sign, which is the end, which is the geek. And uh, so they're inside the element where you're perfectly compatible. Um, you still have differences. You have something in common. Like I told you guys on a few shows ago that I really don't understand the air signs because they tend to be very independent type people and I just don't understand them at all. But they understand each other, which is fine. It's like a pride thing, really. <laughs> yeah, I think he did that to me on purpose, actually. But uh, – yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but even if within the air science, so uh, Evan is the geek, and Victoria has to realize, okay, he's the geek, he's a nerd. Okay, you little dork. You know, she has to tolerate his little dorkiness. And, so, dorkiness uh, isn't just something you tolerate; it's something that spreads. You bring other people into it. Maybe you do. It's like an illness. I've tried bringing you into it, but you just I fight it. You, you, you fight it <laughs> to the nail. <laughs> but but uh, in uh, Evan's case, his girlfriend is uh, an Aquarius, which is the bitch sign. So uh, even though she's like the most passive bitch in the world, uh, does she ever show a bitch side to her? I mean, does she ever get? And she doesn't have a mean bone in her body. Huh? She doesn't have a mean bone in her body. Really? Yeah. No. I've seen her get upset like twice, maybe. And it's usually just frustrated. She's not usually like bitching about something. It's just – They could keep on calling her bitch, man. I give her a bitch. Uh, <laughs> it's like that South Park song, you know, Cow's Mountain Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyways, uh, the thing is, is like uh, the nice thing about uh, the, 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 the signs of the same element is that they have something common. Like in Evan's case, they're all very independent type people. Uh, but their differences complement, whereas a, a, a geek typically needs a stronger personality or a stronger, more organized person to keep them on track, or they need that outgoing person that's really pleasant, whereas, you know, geeks tend not to be quite so pleasant. Have you seen this stuff at all? I'm sure you've told me about it at some point. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, you grew up with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you were saying, there's, uh, there's like, there's four different uh, personality traits, the fix, the uh, mutable, and what were the other two? Three, only three. There's a, I make it simple. The beginners, which tend to be the fun and dumb people. Mm-hmm. The middle, which tend to be the bitches. And the ends, which tend to be the geeks or dorks. And each uh, element has those in them. Yes. One of each of them. Yep. And uh, so the, the people of the same element are best for each other because they have something in common, which is good, but they have differences, but their differences complement each other. Your second best category would be uh, people of the same quality. So you'd be second best with other geeks. The problem is you got, you know, you must be, you Mr. Independent with me, Mr. Like, uh, oh, I just love everyone. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, there's difference. Our differences don't quite complement. Yeah. Like, like I said, like my friend from like Daisy, you know, my friend from college, not, yeah. the, not the dog, but. <laughs> no, no, I thought you meant the dog, right? <laughs> the person I named my dog after is, was my, I named my dog after my, my best friend from college, uh, Daisy. And, uh, uh, actually, just to spite Ronnie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> R- Ronnie and I were fighting. I got the dog from Ronnie. Do you know this? No, I haven't heard of this one. Uh, Ronnie and I were fighting, and uh, uh, Ronnie does dog rescue, and she has a little lab. And uh, I didn't want to adopt a dog, but I'm, I have a, I'm a sucker for labs. Yeah. <laughs> Incidentally, Dad and I both don't like dogs. 
<laughs> Who? You and I. I like, no, well, actually, kind of like dogs. I just didn't want to have one. Really? But I'm uh. a sucker for labs. And when Ronnie had this little lab, I was like, I was like, oh, you did a cute little thing. And I was like, fine, stop, you know, stop fighting and I'll dot the damn lab. And so I babysat, uh, 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 back then, the dog was called Mabel. And mm-hmm. uh, Mabel was something that Ronnie named the dog. And after we broke up, I was like, I don't want to think about Ronnie anymore. So I was like, I want to change it to a friend that I, 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 you know, I didn't break up with on necessarily bad terms. So we just say broke up with a friend. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's still a relationship. Yeah. So, and actually, uh, so I, the other thing I like to talk, talk about on the show is uh, I talk about astrology, but as I just pointed out, though, uh, even when you're compatible or secondary compatible, some issues still pop up. And that's where we're going in the show, going to like DBT, which is dialectical behavior therapy. You know, it basically teaches you how to fight nicely. So here's a quick rundown. You know, if someone is, uh, if your dad yells out at you, say, what the hell with your grades? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would do that. Yeah, never has <laughs> happened. <laughs> but if someone starts yelling at you and stuff like that, the first thing you should do is, you know, try to validate them. So the natural instinct is to get all pissed off and get all edgy yourself. I think we covered this a little bit last week, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. But we're trying to pound on the fact because people still like to fight and they still forget these little things. So we're trying to pound in their head. When you fight, you try to understand what the other person is doing. You say, oh, yes, I can see dad's point. I really did screw up my grades this time. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to validate me. Say, yes, father. I understand. I father. did this. <laughs> Please, Papa. I'll do better. <laughs> Papa, I screwed up my grace. But yeah, the first thing is, you know, kind of validate the person that's yelling at you, concerns and stuff like that. Don't say, no, I didn't. Dad is a teacher's. You know, just say, mm. don't even try to justify yourself. Just just say, ah, Dad, I can see how you think that I failed the class, but in reality. <laughs> in reality, actually, I'm actually, just waiting until last week of school to turn all my assignments. <laughs> and actually, in, in the moment, you don't even bring that up. In the moment, in the moment, you just, you just validate. Say, yes, Dad, I can see why you're upset. Because, you know, you think that I have the bank grades. Part of validation doesn't mean you agree. It just means that you understand. Yeah. Makes sense? I think it's important to um to also uh, make it clear that you don't want to just like uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just go with, uh, go with the um, – This is where Ronnie would be handy. Yeah. Ronnie, 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 come back. <laughs> Ronnie, come to the studio right now, please. <laughs> We got no. two geeks here that don't have good words. <laughs> we word well. Um, <clears throat> no, but you know, like you don't want to just um, swallow your pride and just like agree with them just to make them feel better. Uh, no, 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 you're right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. God, there's a word for that. In see, see, I just validated right you. See that? Yeah, no, see, you're right. <laughs> yeah, go <come laughs> me. <laughs> Feels good. But that's a bona fide thing. And now, did I hear what you say? I actually agreed with it too. But sometimes mm-hmm. you can just hear what it says. See, yes, I see what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. And, you know, then later on you can say, yeah, it was fucking stupid, though. <laughs> <laughs> but don't do that in the moment. Yeah. So. Uh, the other thing is when someone's, like, uh, lashing out at you, so if I'm saying, Evan, blah, 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 you know, you just sit back and just stay calm and say, ah, dad's a little pissed off. Let dad vent a little bit, you know, so don't fight back because then I get really pissed. Yeah. <laughs> not that you've ever seen that before because, you know. Because <laughs> I was a perfect child growing up. <laughs> we yeah, never fought. <laughs> I, I was a perfect father, so. Yeah. No issues ever. <laughs> Uh, the, the other thing is when someone's out you says, uh, uh, don't try to find solutions. Yeah. So, so, you know, if I'm yelling at you, don't say, dad, well, if you would teach me how to do things, (laughs) (laughs) 
bad. If you do a better job of parenting, maybe I won't have this issue. So don't try finding the solutions. What you should do is, uh, like I said, just kind of listen. Sometimes people want to vent and let them calm down a little bit and then say, hey, Papa. <laughs> we'll keep calling you Papa from now on. <laughs> Papa, maybe we could do this when I calm down a little bit, when the rage goes away and stuff yeah. like that. So like, a, you know, a week later. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> but uh, that's where you get into a little – I think you brought that up last week about the I, you know. Don't, yeah. d- you know, don't say you. Just say you, dad, need to settle down and say – Ah, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm being affected by this right now, Dad. I understand. Thank you. <laughs> I'm feeling hurt right now. Your mission is accomplished. Now shut up. <laughs> and then the, the final thing is, is uh, don't treat other people. Don't don't treat people differently than others, even when you're young, dumb like us. Sometimes there are people that do have issues, especially nowadays when we got people coming back from the wars with PTSD. You know, their emotions are they're on edge sometimes, and, and they can be. This is what this this DBT is kind of directed towards. Just people struggling with emotions or, or can't manage their emotions in the moment, which most of us can't in the fight. So, um, yeah. But, you know, one thing you don't want to do is like, oh, my God, that guy just came back from the war. We got to treat him very tender and stuff like that. You know, you don't do that to people. Mm-hmm. You know, just treat them like an adult. So, yeah. I mean, I have a What's that blank look for. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about something else. Uh, um, it, it's a bit of a segue, but, um, uh, think about something else. Last week we talked about ADD too, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking about how we got a bunch of people coming back from the war, and I mean, you 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 don't really know if somebody what somebody's been through uh, unless you know them or you know their life story and they tell you. But there's you can't just like go up and look at someone and be like, oh, I know that you have PTSD, so I'm gonna avoid talking about certain things. But that's usually <laughs> what leads to conflict is people not realizing the differences on what people have experienced. Yeah, yeah, um, very good. Also, like, there's. I will give you another A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of that. He just got three A's in his college. Yeah, classes. I took four classes, so we're waiting for that last grade. But oh, should be an A too. So, um, uh, but one of the things is uh, you also don't really there's words have different like meanings, obviously, but um, culturally, why like shit, like shit for brains? Those shit for brains. But <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of these interesting things I saw was um the the you you know the word quite right like uh, I did quite well this semester. Oh yeah, quite. so I did very well. Is quite and quiet supposed to be? no? Quiet and quiet, quiet and quiet. Q U I T E. They're not supposed Q- to say no. Okay, no. no. Um, but that's apparently an American thing, and apparently uh, a British thing. I don't know how true this is, but it is interesting nonetheless. Apparently, the British use like quite as meaning like okay, like she's quite pretty. She's decently pretty. That's how I use it too. Well, yeah, but no, when you say like quite, you'd say, oh, she's quite pretty. And she, you'd assume that she's like. Oh, a little looking. bit, a little bit further than, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, like a little bit more than others. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, and I, 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 and that's a good, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do with the show is like with astrology, trying to say that, you know, some people, uh, you know, first, uh, I, I, I hound on the astrology so that you realize that people are different. You know, you, you it's in your nature to be geeky or dorky or whatever it is. It's in Ronnie's nature to be crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's in, the, you know, it's in Victoria's nature to be a fucking bitch. Got that, Victoria? got that? I'm going to get like a soundboard of all the times that you call her a bitch and just use that to bother her. No, I'm not using it to bother her. <laughs> no, I'm going to use it too. <laughs> so, so, um, so, 
Um, so I was going to talk about DBT actually this week, but there's some recent events that, that kicked in that made me go off track. And not to mention Ronnie's not here either. So I wanted her to be in because she actually took the class and I just read the books. So um, so uh, some recent things that happened is, did you hear about Steve Eisman? Or do you know who Steve Eisman is? Yeah, I know who Steve Eisman is. I think I've actually met him. Did you? Maybe. I don't know. I met, I met somebody. Uh, Maybe was Oscar. Is that, is that when you that guy as a limo driver or whatever? No, 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 no. Mom, mom used you, to. You met Gordy Howe, I think. Did that you? was a Gordy Howe. It's a little bit different. It, now, you like know. About, about 40, 50 years. <laughs> I don't follow sports. <laughs> Gordy Howe was a Steve Yarsman way back in the 70s or whatever. Yeah, basically the same, right? Steve Yarsman <laughs> was uh, uh, when your mom and I got divorced. That's when uh, uh, they won their first championship, I think. The, the, the Red Wings won their first championship. Stevie Eisman was the captain of the team. So, so anyways, uh, Stevie Eisman, uh, for those of you not familiar with Detroit, uh, he was, uh, uh, the captains of the Red Wings for like a long time. Yeah. I think he's, I think it's 25 years. He, I think he was like the longest, I think he's the longest captain or something like that, or, or tied for, or second. He's, he's up there. So you're he, looking at me like for confirmation and I, I just can't help. Yeah, you. I know. <laughs> I, I, I just realized I was doing that. But, but Steve Eisman, he's, he's legendary in uh, Detroit because he, they called him the captain and he, 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 he had all those qualities that you associate with a good captain or a good leader. And, uh, so we want to, you know, we had, we're in the playoffs, you know, most of the season that he's with the team. Um, and we wanted to use Stanley Cups with them. Then when he retired, you know, he, he moved up to like the office. We all knew that he'd be a general manager one of these years. And then he went down to Tampa Bay and betrayed us. No, it wasn't really betraying <laughs> because we already had a really good general manager. Mm-hmm. So th- he didn't have a spot. So Tampa Bay, I think a lot of us, like me, I viewed Tampa Bay as like the place where he's going to train, you know, to finally get his, 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 uh, his first GM job out of the way. And then we, we I, I kind of knew he was going to come back. It's like Ryan. I, I, knew, I, I know Ryan's always going to come <laughs> they back. They always come back. They always come back. <laughs> yeah, they, they always come back. So uh, Stevie Irisman, like I said, he just uh, like a, a few weeks ago, he he became the general manager of the Red Wings, and uh, mm-hmm. the other one, you know, finally moved on to a different position. I actually did know about this too. You should because it's in yeah. Facebook. If you look at Facebook, it's like everyone's like, "Yay, he's back!" It's, it's like you say that, but I don't think you realize what my Facebook wall is like. I think ours are pretty different. <laughs> yeah, it's my my Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. Yu Gi Oh and yeah. no, no magic. I got Yu Gi Oh when I was uh, in like middle school or something. That's a years ago. Years ago, <laughs> I had to deal with it now. Still at the at work, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Stevie Eisman came back. So the reason why I'm bringing up Stevie Eisman is uh, it, he he is a Taurus. And actually, it just so happens that right now, if your birthday is right now, you'd be a Taurus. So in Taurus is what I call the middle. Right now, we are in the middle of spring. So the, the first part of spring is Aries, which my daughter Taylor is. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aries, Aries goes from the first day of spring, like March 20th or something like that. And then it goes to uh, uh, like April 21st or something like that. You right? Yep. Okay. Uh, then we go to April 21st. Um, so right now, let's say April 29th or something like that. The 30th. So today is April 30th. So right now we're right in the middle of uh, a spring. So that's why I call these uh, like Victoria's category a middle category because she's in the middle, middle of uh, uh, winter. So but Stevie Eisman, he's in the middle of spring. And 
you know, and then we have the ends, which are the, the geeks. So the end of spring would be like from like May 21st to like June 21st. The Gemini's. Well, you, yeah. you, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're you're the, you're the end of spring. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Well, uh, I have a kid nice. at the beginning of spring and a kid at the end of spring. Yeah, yeah. Kind of and I, I think uh, Jack is like in the middle. <laughs> the dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually have a brother. <laughs> so so anyway, so when we talk about we talk about the the personality traits. Actually, I'm going. Sideways or segue again? <laughs> I think I think the other you actually have another brother. He's deal. Yeah. He's, he's at Aries, isn't he? Uh, Capricorn, December thirty first. Capricorn. Yep. Um, I was talking with a uh, Hannah earlier in the week um, about um how I don't know if it's personality wise or related or not, but one of the things I've noticed with a lot of Gemini's because. Those are the ones I know and care about. <laughs> One of the things I know is that the March or the May Geminis are seem to be a little bit different than the June de- Geminis. I don't go that deep. You don't? No. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's hard to study this stuff by just the 12 signs. Because mm-hmm. you have that 12 signs. And if you're talking about compatibility, you're talking about, was it, 144 combinations. So that's a lot of work by itself. Then you try to study making it down by the plants and all this other garbage. It's like, I can't study that. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I can't do it. Like, uh, we're going to get to this pretty shortly, but I basically, yesterday, I did a lot of studying. I did some research. Mm-hmm. Very easy for me to do. You know, I don't have to pull their, to do like the full chart in astrology, you need to know their birthday, the time of birth, and the location. So, to have a full chart in astrology, astrology is made up. It's not just, uh, when we say like uh, your sign, you're just talking about the sun sign. Which means uh, what constellation the sun was in front of from the Earth's perspective when you're born. Yeah. So, like right now, if if if, if you were to look right at the sun, don't do it. <laughs> if you look at if you were to look at right at the sun um, on the other side of the s- sun, you the, probably would see nothing because it's all cloudy. <laughs> uh, if you see through it, and you see through the brightness uh, right behind the sun, you see the constellation Taurus, mm-hmm. and that's how you get the sun sign being Taurus. Hmm. Then if you look at wherever the moon's at, the moon's in front of a different constellation. So basically all these different signs that I just read off, they're basically names of constellations. Yeah. And it's kind of like how you can track where the planets are. I need this. Yeah. So for me? Maybe. Probably. Yeah, we used to do a lot of stargazing when we yeah. were younger. Yeah, because I knocked the lights out you so you saw stars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want to say that on a recording. No, 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 no. The fictitious, the fictitious good reference. Yeah. <laughs> so Stevie Eyes. Well, what, was your, what was your alter ego? Uh, evil Uncle Jim? Yeah. yeah. Jack, Jack. Evil Jack. Uncle Jack, that's Uncle Jack. it. <laughs> yeah. um, so Stevie Eyes was back in town, which is kind of important because he is in that middle category, and it's kind of a big thing. We talked about him on one of my shows because I, when I talked about the beginning, middle, and end category, I used him as an example when I was talking to some other person that was helping me out with the show one time. So he is someone that, to me, typifies what a really good middle person is. So you say, well, he's not a bitch. But no, he, you know, he has his, you know, his, his ways about them. There's different degrees of bitch, but the bitch is still there. Yeah, you know, and it's the, the bitch is a good thing, and the Stevie Eisman represent a really, really, really good bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and the thing about so we're going to be talking about the fixed science today. That's a quality fixed science. Uh, what I call the middle category. Sometimes I call it the managerial category. It's what I call the bitch. Uh, I was trying to think of a name for like a male version of a bitch. How a about, dick. How about son of a bitch? Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that an insult to their mother? <laughs> 
Yeah, kind of. But, yeah. but, but I think just calling him a dick is. But fun. but it kind of means like the bitch mom. Trying to be a bitch too. So <laughs> so yeah, fair enough. Who knows? Whatever it is, I need to figure out something. But the the thing about so I really admire this middle category a lot because to me they have the best of both worlds. So because you got people like my crazy friend Ronnie who's very personable, very social, and uh, very envy very much. You know, the thing is that she lacks is she doesn't get very analytical about things. You know, me on the other side, I get very analytical about things. I get into a lot of details. Details matter to me. They don't matter to Ronnie. You know, uh, I may care about the details, but the problem with that is it doesn't make me a very good conversation person. So I am socially awkward. So uh, the nice thing about the people in the middle is they're a little bit both. They're a little bit of a pleasant. You know, they have the social capability. And they also have the analytical capabilities. So to me, they're the best. They're, they're good for being a manager because they can relate to the salespeople, which would be the, the personal people like Ronnie, the crazies. Um, and they can also relate to the the geeks too, like us. Mm-hmm. So they can like, hey, guys, come together. You know, so that's what's great about them. And not to mention, they can also do all these jobs. So if I, if I was going to hire one person for my company, like I heard when Eric and I got that appraisal company, uh, I, I knew I had hired one person, and uh, we met this girl. Uh, she's a server and stuff like that. I don't know if you remember Mo, but uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and she had no experience with appraisals at all, nothing with the business at all. But she <laughs> was a, a Leo. She's in the middle category, and she had that nice blend of being very personable and being very structured. I was like, that is the kind of person I need to hire because mm-hmm. we're just a small office. And I need one person that can do anything. And, and she was absolutely fantastic. You know, she she would run the office, and then she had such a good personality that I said, "Mo, go see the customers." And she'd go out there, and you know, we, we that's how we built up the business quite a bit. And actually, we did for the market crashing that year. You know, our little business actually did pretty decent. Of course, the other businesses didn't that we were counting on, <laughs> <laughs> but it did. So, so these people in the middle are are, are, are really good. Uh, the bad side of them is usually the thing that stands out is they tend to be the bitches. You know, they, they tend to be the very strong-willed people. They they, they tend to, uh, um, I don't know, it's like a Mo. She used to tell me, he's like, Jimmy, you got to do this. Jimmy, got to do this. You got to do this. And, and she was right. You know, but, <laughs> but, but, but she, you know, she she was uh, very uh, uh, forceful about these things. I mean, we had one of our friends, another one I love, uh, I think she's also a Leo, uh, uh, Aaron. She worked with me in 3D printing after I fired Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, she did 3D yeah. printing, but I remember, you know, sitting down and I said, yeah, and then we just round this down here. She goes, Jimmy, why are you doing that? <laughs> but she'd be like, you know, for being someone I hired, she still had that strong will about her where she was not afraid to stand up for herself. So, which is a really good quality. You know, we talked about this last week and um, I feel it needs to be brought up again, but uh, pronouns, <laughs> they're great. <laughs> Leave the names out. <laughs> Oh, well, there's yeah. all compliments. They're all compliments, but still, it's like, what if we want to say something bad about them? <laughs> then we leave the name out. Yeah. <laughs> but then if we have to get contact with the story, it's like, oh, my friend that I used to work with or that we hired in to do something. It's oh. Like, oh, okay. Now they're talking about uh, Aaron. Fine, fine, fine. We, leave, we leave the names out. Except for we're going to hit a whole bunch of names later on. Oh, but not, not people we know. Not people we know. Not people. Okay. If it's not anyone we know, it's fine. No. And, and actually, even when I say bad things about people, it's not really bad. It's just different. So I think a lot of people would disagree, but yeah, <laughs> um, no, there's, so these, these people in the middle are, are very good. And what they're really good at is like managing, um, in sports, for example, Stevie Eisman, he was famous for being the captains of the, uh, uh, the Red Wings. Yeah. Okay. So 
um, if you look at sports, that's where a lot of these people uh, really shine at. That's where they stand out at, and in sports in particular. They tend to be the people that are really competitive, you know, almost a little bit too competitive sometimes. Uh, they're, they're the ones that uh, um, I remember playing like volleyball with some Scorpios. No pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> they were all Scorpios. <laughs> well, there's a couple on the team, but but you know, which I love playing. And I, Pisces and Scorpios, perfect combination. I love them to death and stuff like that. And, and here's a good example: is uh, they're, they're they're very they're very good players, very good players because they're they're very driven, and so they drive themselves quite a bit. But then, if the other team does something kind of jerky or cheats or something like that. Then they become little monsters, <laughs> and they're the ones that would yell at their team, or they yell at the refs, like "ref, get the stuff." They're the ones that you know c- confront some. Uh, on on bad side, um, they kick someone off our team. This is a social league, and they kick someone off. It's like, why are you kick someone off a social league? It's about fun. They're like, oh, he's he's really screwing up. <laughs> so it's, it's like, it's um, like <laughs> so, so you're thinking, it's like that's kind of a bitchy thing to do. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But on the same note, though, if you look at me, I'm the kind of person that would not argue with the ref, and I, I would keep these people on my team. So what ends up happening is I have this really crappy team because I can't, I don't kick people off. I'm very optimistic and stuff like that. Yeah. So having that that bitch on your team that's going to say, "Look at step up or get off the team," you know, they're the ones that are going to yell at you, say, "You got to step up," you know, or they're going to say, "You haven't done it. You got to get out." You know, and that that kind of courage, that kind of strength, is something good. You know, if if the other team's walking on us, you don't want the other team walking on you. You know, you want someone on your team that's going to stand up and say, "Hey, no, this BS. You're not going to put this stuff." And one of the great things about like Stevie Irishman, from my I know, is that uh, he was a great player by himself, but he's also he, he, I think he did it more diplomatic way, from what it sounds like. But he he also drove his other team to, teammates to be better. So while we're on this topic of um, managing teams or, uh, let's say, being competitive, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> uh, I found I'm pretty competitive. I think our entire family is. That may be genetic, but. <laughs> Dang, we're not competitive. Have you not played games with your family? <laughs> well, yeah, that's different, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like even in the. Um, uh, I mean, I'm obviously friends with a lot of the dork signs um, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's what I do. And we like to play games. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, specifically um, with, like, Magic, a trading card game, for those who don't know and don't care, um, we get really competitive and really cutthroat in it. And um, we we have a, a, a friend that we know um, – who just does not handle losing well Bob. at all. It's Bob. It's Bob. It's generic <laughs> name Bob. <laughs> we don't know Bob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, he doesn't handle losing well at all, and he just constantly tries to be better. So um, the roundabout way this connects to this is um, I think like each sign has a different form of competitive, or each um trait has a different form of competitiveness. All right, okay, that's, that's a good point. Because, uh, I mean, Taylor... uh. She's, she's a, crazy competitive. I mean, she's Taylor's just crazy. <laughs> she is crazy, but uh, she she uh, <laughs> you know, watching her play sports is a hoot and a half. Never, she's perfectly kind and passive usually in person, but you put her in a competitive situation and she will rips uh, <laughs> rip someone's hair out. Yeah, okay, you, you have a really good point because this and this is where it gets really tough to describe personalities mm. because um, like I. 
it's, it's the nuances. It's, it's, really, yeah. it's, it's a subtlety that's really hard to explain. But it's like when I get, I don't really get too competitive. I mean, I think, like like well, my, well, my soccer team. I have a, I play on a soccer team, and uh, I mean. There's a soccer team out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's why you're referring about yourself. But. No, but if, if, if I'm a soccer team. We're not good. You know, we're, we're, we're just I mean, obviously, they have you on the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, uh, but, you know, at one point, we've been, we're going through a streak there where we're losing quite a bit. And that's where I get frustrated. And my, the way I take out my frustration is I try to organize a team and stuff like that and, and be geeky. Yeah, you know, actually, you, you got to um, do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Oh, you, you, you're stupid. You messed up this. You know, that that would be my kind of competitiveness. Uh, Taylor just gets crazy. I mean, she just goes after like the kids on. Yeah. Well, what were you saying with those uh, volleyball Scorpios is uh, how they were um, like they would just uh, kick off the person on the team if they didn't perform the thing. Right. That kind of, I think that kind of ties into it a little bit. The minutia and the way people are competitive is. Um, I don't know like, that minutia words, though. I only know two symbols. <laughs> <laughs> the details and the competitiveness of people. Because, <laughs> um, like, they they seek to just remove the problem and make the whole better. Not always. Cause, Not always. Because, like, one place where they stand out is they yelp the refs. Yeah. They will yelp the other team. Yeah. They, they they treat the other team as the enemy. But they, they kind of have, like, more of a uh, general, um, general try to be competitive sort and be better. Whereas I think more, like, our geek signs is – um. We don't really focus too much on like everyone else. We focus more on ourselves and what we can do to be better about that thing. Well, that's that's, that's very true. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then there's a Taylor who just uh goes uh, crazy. Yeah, goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she listens to this. <laughs> well, 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 Taylor, Taylor's my daughter, by the way, and Taylor's a sweetheart, except for if you're playing soccer with her or water polo. <laughs> and then she she's a she's a uh uh. She doesn't know. <laughs> she gets uh, Taylor just gets really aggressive. Yeah, really aggressive. Um, it's, it's more localized aggression. It, mm. It's not so much the whole team type thing. Like she, she'll get upset with the person that she's doing battle with. Yeah. Whereas, like a, a Scorpio type person would get upset at the whole team, and they look more at the whole team here. Yeah. So it's boy. Well, you challenged me here, so I, 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 got, I got to think of well, th- and that's why that's why so this why it's nice to pay attention to personalities and stuff like that, or or people. So in the show, I want to incorporate people into it, so you can say, hopefully, you can see some of the things here. So, like I said, in sports, in sports, usually I can spot the Scorpio is a um, because a lot of times, not always, sometimes a little. Gemini or, or or someone else would pop up there too, but uh, a lot of times a a, a a fixed sign of a middle category, which we're talking about right now, uh, the the bitches and stuff like that, um, they would almost get angry at the other team and treat the team as an enemy or something like that. Something that needs to be conquered. I mean, they are the enemy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, they are, but they, they they almost take it a little bit far, and and, and they'll you know they would get uh um. You know, when they get upset, like like a lot of times those geeks would get frustrated. A lot of times themselves, but but you know they would almost get more, almost angry with others in a sense. It's t- boy, it's really tough to describe. 
So uh, Steve Eisman was a good, a good example of, of Mill Calgary, which we're talking about here, the, the bitch signs and stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, but to give you some example of, of, of some to, – to tie some names to this thing, uh, you got like uh, in sports, here are some very famous captains that some people, maybe not your generation or you that don't pay attention to sports, <laughs> would know. No, no, no. Let, let me wow you with my sports knowledge. Come on, lay it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the quarterback of the uh, Lions? Uh, I was like, what's a quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> I played football. I know the positions of like every sport. I just don't know the teams. <laughs> um, no idea. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, it's not there. <laughs> Who's a quarterback of the, the the team that won the Super Bowl? Who won the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> they always win it. Patriots? <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> I know that much. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. So they have like three brothers. I don't know. Uh, uh, no, you're talking, or, you're, I'm thinking of the Manning. Hardball, you're thinking about I'm Hardball. Think, or who knows? Was it Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and their dad, Archie Manning? No, I think there's a third brother that plays football. Maybe he was not that know. good. <laughs> Here, here's here's some uh, famous team captains. There in this middle category, the bitch category, you know, the the, the driven category. Um, like I said, these are the people that sometimes they can be very diplomatic, but like I said, they 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 have this drive about them. Where they want to uh, win, basically, or succeed, or whatever. They have a almost like a, like I said, sometimes they're a little bit more extreme. But uh, uh, so here's some examples like Steve Eisman, he was the captain of the Red Wings. Uh, there's Nicholas Lindstrom, he was a captain after Steve Eisman left. So he's also a, a middle category. Uh, going to the enemies, uh, Sidney Crosby, you don't know him, he's part of Pittsburgh. I do that sounds familiar, Crosby. Yeah. Crosby yeah. Stills is national. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing is, um, well, let me get, let me get to this list here. Right. Uh, so there's, there's Isaiah Thomas, who was, uh, 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 the captain of the Pistons when they, you know, won the championships back in the eighties, I think it was. Oh, yeah, I remember, remember when that happened. You don't remember. No, you remember when Sorry, they yeah, later on won. Yeah. They won later on. But the eighties, I wasn't like, they won. <laughs> yeah. They won for that. Uh, Magic Johnson, he went to Michigan State. He was, him and Isaiah Thomas were good friends. Uh, but they're also on competing teams. He's a captain of the Lakers. Um, Michael Jordan, you know him? Yeah, I know him. We're going to revisit him a little bit later on today, but, uh, uh, Mike, <laughs> That's Ma- <say> now. <laughs> Michael, Michael Jordan is also in that category. Uh, Tim Duncan, uh, Tim Duncan is like the, the captain of the, the Spurs. The Spurs won a whole bunch of championships. That's, that's basketball, right? Yes. So basketball, yeah. We went from hockey, we went from hockey to basketball. Kevin Garnett, uh, Kyle Malone. So, you know, those are the basketball type people. And in football, you got Tom Brady, you got Matt Stafford. Matt Ryan, Nick Foles. Oh, Matt Stafford plays for the Lions, doesn't he? The quarterback. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I know that name because and Kirk and Kirk Cousins. That's that's a whole sports type rap. Like Matt Stafford, I swear there's some guy who went to my high school who had the last name Stafford and played football, but my high school I, football team sucked. So <laughs> I, I think I think it's a different one, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that, but um, I have a friend who I went to high school with, and he's playing a uh, pro NFL now. Really? Yeah. From Northern? Yeah. Yeah. Wild Lake Northern. Yeah. Uh, Michigan. Interesting. Yeah. But I actually know quite a decent bit about hockey because Victoria's whole entire family is way into hockey. We should have had her her here today. We should have. (laughs) She's finishing her finals though, so she's not. So a lot of times with the the captains of the teams, like say, if you look at like someone like Tom Brady, uh, if you you ever watch the football and stuff like that, how he plays, or even Stafford, you know, when he gets out there, he projects leader. You know, he, 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 when you look at Tom Brady, he's like, he's, a, there's no doubt that he's the one running it. 
You know, he, he, just, he just has this way about him where it's, it's very, um, uh, it's very controlled and he's very good himself. Uh, you know, it's, it's not like, hey, a, a fun type player. You know, I, I would think, I have to study this one, but I would think that like the wide receivers or the, probably the wide receivers probably be the fun type players, you know, the, the, the crazy ones. Uh, but Tom Brady, even Matt Stafford, they, if you look at their presence on the, the field, uh, we're talking about basketball, uh, Michael Jordan. Um, Michael Jordan is, you know, the graceful time yeah. as far as basketball. As he was in Space Jam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right now they, they have a, a, a James LeBron, mm-hmm. right? Uh, LeBron James? Yeah, that too. Is it is LeBron James? <laughs> I, I, hear, I always hear it as LeBron James, which doesn't you're sound right. like that should be no, you're right. a name, like you're right. your first and last name. You're right, right. It's LeBron James. So uh, if you look at LeBron James, he doesn't get the the quite the recognition that uh, uh, Michael Jordan got. And if you think about it, even though LeBron James is a fantastic player, uh, he's in the uh, he's not in that that bitch sign category. He's not in the mill category. He's not in that managerial category. You know, he's a good player by himself. You know, he's, he's kind of like, uh, like, like Taylor, you know, he's in like that crazy category. You know, he's crazy good, you know, by himself and stuff like that, but he's not very good about working with the team and bringing up the rest of the team. You know, mm. it's pretty much him. The people that are the really good team captains, they're good themselves, but not only are they good, they drive the rest of the team to be good. And that, that's what, that's what LeBron James kind of lacks. So I, I really, you know, he had to basically, he started off, I don't know if you know much about LeBron James, but he started off in Cleveland. You know, if he was a great player, he would turn Cleveland around, like Steve Eisman turned the Red Wings around. It made him a, a very, a championship team. Um, but he didn't do that. You know, he had to go down and go down to Miami to be part of this team that's already an all-star team and be, you know, a third star on it. Just it kind of like cheated the odds and then he got a championship that way. And then he came back to Cleveland. They finally got a championship, but now he took off again to some other team. So it's like he's not really necessarily what you saw, you know, a leader that's going to own the thing. Actually, while we're on the topic of uh, <clears throat> sports and uh, people leading teams, uh, your favorite football coach is Bill Parcells, right? He's in the same category. Yep. That's yeah. what I was going to ask. So uh, <laughs> I was going to ask if he was in that same category. but Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Boy, that's the second day you got. <laughs> <laughs> but that, do you know much about Parcells at all? Or I know he coached the Jets for a while. Yep. He's, he's actually with the Patriots first. Oh. And he's actually kind of in a bell check who's the, the coach of the uh, Patriots mm-hmm. was Parcells' assistant coach. So then Parcells kind of like got the, the Patriots to a, a winning type thing. He got them like to the Super Bowl when they kind of not doing very well. Mm-hmm. And then they had this whole little fiasco and stuff like that. And Belichick just kind of took away with it. But but you know Parcells, yeah. If you look at Parcells, he has that he has that uh, he has that somewhat bitch attitude about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just has that that very strong personality. I don't know if you ever seen him before, but if you just hear him talk and look at an interview with him, he's like, oh, what a dick. I mean, <laughs> but but he has that really. He's like, I don't, I'm gonna screw with him. Yeah, he just has that way about him. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, so these middle people. They, uh, uh, they, uh, another place where they stand, like I said, they stand out as being managers. So here's part of my study I was doing last night. So it's like looking at like some of the, you know, they're very good to be the the CEO of a company. And, and to give you some uh, example of some really good, uh, uh, 
fixed science. We're talking about fixed science, the middle category, oh, the, 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 the bitches <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, I always have to keep on coming back to that because sometimes you know people leave and come back to, or they hit the show in the middle. Uh, we're talking about astrology. We're talking about the qualities of astrology. Like I said, we break into three different categories that the, we call the fun and dumb people or, or the, the crazies. Uh, that'd be the beginners. The ends are the geeks. They, they tend to be very analytical and detailed, uh, but they tend to be socially awkward. And then we've got the middles, which we're talking about right now. Uh, they're also called the fixed signs. They're a little bit fun. They're a little bit smart. And the thing that is they're very driven and they're very, tend to be very organized people and very structured. And sometimes they can be a bitch. You know, they, they can be, you know, uh, an asshole, whatever you want to call it. They can be, they can be that strong person. It's like, no, 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 no. You're not going to walk all over me. No, no. You're not going to do that to me. And that's kind of like one of their attitudes. Like when you get competitive, I say you get competitive. When, oh, yeah. you, when you get competitive, it's, it's not like uh, that kind of competitive. It's not like it's not like you're treating other people like an enemy. You just get competitive that you want to win. You, you want to, I think, kind of like me. You want <clears> to just you just want to prove your little theories. You want to prove that you know yourself or you're smart. Yeah, I think uh, that shows a lot in the sports I did, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like swimming. You don't really need to rely on the team too much. I mean, there is a point system to swimming. For those of you who don't know, you actually do play as a team and win. Yeah, Evan, Evan was an all-state swimmer, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so. But for a large part, you can uh, focus on yourself and just be exceptional at swimming. And, I mean, it shows. You don't – I mean, your teammate lose, but you still get that, like, instant gratification yeah. of being the best in the pool. Yeah. And actually, I, I would uh, – when my, we're talking about sports, uh, uh, I better know basketball. The Golden State Warrior guy. Um, I can't think of his name. He's like phenomenal. He's actually in the geek category. Mm-hmm. But when you look at him, I think part of the, the reason why he makes that team so great is because he's phenomenal himself. You know, he's he's just like a detailed person, so he focuses on something. He perfects his own self. But I'm kind of curious on just how much of a leader he is as far as the team goes. It's just the fact that he's just so freaking good that some people just want to copy him. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Eisman, from where I heard, he used to, uh, uh, with the Red Wings, uh, he would like do this like, Ironman club or something like that, where he kind of like started aside from the coaches where he said, okay, guys, after practice, let's go to the gym and work out a little bit more on the bikes and stuff like that, just to push ourselves a little bit more. So he almost, he, he, they're very, very, very much a team leader. Have you seen, have you watched the show Letter Kenny? No. I'm going to give you like nerd homework assignments every week. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like watching TV though. <laughs> Fair enough. It's um, Canadian comedy. Uh, it's on Hulu. Uh, funny as all hell uh but they have this uh hockey team and um the these new guys join it and these guys are just really into it and really into working out like after practice and one of the funny things they do is uh never skip leg day boys <laughs> and there's a whole bit for it but uh these, these guys just really into the team going the extra mile afterwards yeah, so, so like I said, people that are in this category tend to be – one of the big things that stands up on them, like I said, they're, they're very, very driven people. And here, here's some about people that are like uh, – uh, you know, a lot of people start businesses in America, you know, but some people succeed and some people don't. You know, and people that succeed, they, they have to work a lot and focus and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes when they succeed, you got someone like a, a – do you know who Warren Buffett is? That sounds really familiar. He, he's a billionaire. He's like the – he was always a second or – first or second richest man in America or the world. I think now he's like third or fourth. But he, basically, he's an investor. Mm. That's what he does. He's a geek. 
he, 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 he pours over the numbers of the companies. He just studies the company's numbers over and over again, and that's how he makes a lot of money. He's also very frugal. He's kind of the one that uh, the Wolf of Wall Street was on. No, 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 no. no. He, he's he's very he's very legit. He's someone that uh, he's a very frugal person. He's also a geek. He, he's someone that even though he's a billionaire, he's ex- I think he still lives in one of his original houses. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a very modest house for someone that's so rich. You know, he's just like a very, he loves to save money. He loves to study money. He loves to study investments. He's really good at it. And that's how he made his money. So that's where it's kind of like, the, like you're saying, like the swimming is like, you know, someone that perfects, you know, if, if it, I think some of the, my theory is that some of the people that make millions and stuff like that, they're in our category, our geek category. I think the way they, your pathway to success is being really, really good at a particular thing. And of course being focused. So. Yeah. I mean, but it's not so great for the team. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, hopefully, you can carry them along with you. But so, so here's some of the CEOs that are like examples of like these middle categories. Bill Gates. Now, people always think that Bill Gates is like a geek because he had you know a computer company. But if you actually study up on you know Bill Gates is no, who's Bill Gates? Is that sarcasm? That is sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, One nerd yeah. doesn't know Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, so, so a lot of people think of Bill Gates as being the geek and stuff like that because you know he kind of looks like a geek and 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 he's uh, uh he's doing a computer company. But if you actually study up on him, you know he he made a lot of money by doing some really really smart business decisions. You know he, he was just a, a good leader in that sense. He's very organized and stuff. So he did some good things there. But Bill Gates is in this middle category, the the, the, the astrology category, fixed signs. Uh, you ever hear of Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah. Yeah. Middle. Yeah. Elon Musk? No, he's not, no. actually. No. Actually, I can see that. He's probably a nerd one. No, but uh, actually, no, he's not. Really? Get this. Uh, Elon Musk is a uh, uh, cancer, and he's a uh, – uh, um, and actually, I think it would be perfectly compatible with Bill Gates. I think they're good friends, actually. But um, – <laughs> But he's uh, actually a cancer, but he's a cancer to study physics. Mm-hmm. So he, he he learned to be a geek. <laughs> <laughs> if you take fun and combine physics with it, <laughs> uh, you get geek. You got uh, going to stick with the geeks. Uh, Tim Cook, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the CEO of uh, Apple. Yeah. He, he's, he's in his middle category. Michael Bloomberg. I don't know that one. Uh, he, he's, uh, he was a, a mayor of like New York and stuff like that. Um, he's a billionaire. But he had a company where he did like a, a news type things, uh, whatever it is. Very rich. Uh, but he's a manager of sign. Have you ever heard of the Coke Brothers? The Coke Brothers? Yeah. Is that like Coca Cola or like cocaine? No, like K O C H. Oh. No. <laughs> the Coke Brothers are ones you hear about a lot, especially coming up now because we're getting to election season. Uh huh. So they pretty much fund the whole Republican Party. They're, they're, they're like you know, from from liberals' perspective, they're like the evil ones because they just dump a whole ton of money into funding all these these uh, Republicans and stuff like or conservatives. Mm. So uh, they're, they're two brothers, uh, incredibly rich. I think it's off oil, so they make a lot of money off oil. But uh, both of them are uh, um, uh, uh, middle signs. <laughs> so uh, you also got uh, uh, Larry Ellison, who's from Oracle. You know, Oracle database, no. databases. So a lot of the world runs an Oracle. You know, I hate programming. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got a, 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 a Ser- I'm not sure how I say his name, Sergey Brin. Uh, he's one of the founders of Google. Mm-hmm. He's also in that middle category. And actually, there's two founders of uh, Google, uh, this Larry Page guy too. 
I think I've heard Larry Page a couple times. Yeah, so Larry Page, he's also a co-founder, but uh, he's on the, the crazy category, the fun category, which kind of works out nice because you want to have the salesman to sell you crap, and then you want to have the, the you know the, the driven person to keep you focused. You know, it'd be nice if they geek there. But it turns out those two, their astrology is perfect for each other. They're in the same element. element. One's a Leo, one's a Aries. Mm-hmm. So, so these are the kind of things I study. <laughs> Actually, it's a... <clears throat> Which is bringing up because I know we've talked about it a couple times. Uh, some good friends of the family they run a business, um, and uh, they're two brothers, and they have a uh, kind of different emotions or different uh, personalities. And one is more the uh, analytical kind of behind the scenes sort of deal. And uh, we already talked about Ricky and David. Did you? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> we can skip names. Yeah, Ricky and David. No, I mean actually, I type out. Uh, they're actually both in the, the, the sales. What called sales category? I don't really. When I talk about these categories, I, I can't throw one of the names around. So the, the qualities are the, the the formal names are the cardinal, uh, the fixed, and mutable. Mm-hmm. The cardinal signs they're at the beginning of spring. So I say that the beginners, the the fixed signs are in the middle, or not a spring, but of a season. Uh, the, the fixed signs are in the middle of a season, and the mutables are at the end. So I think that's a little bit easier to relate to. And it's also easier to relate to is like a, I consider the, the people at the beginning like the salespeople. Because, you know, that's the beginning of a, a business process. You have to sell it. Mm-hmm. And then the, the people in the middle are the managerial type people, like the the fixed signs or what I call the bitches and stuff for the middle people. They're also what I call the managerial people because they're like, okay, we got the ball rolling. Let's get stuff done. And then we have the geeks that are at the end. And they're like, they see all the, you know, what do they say, shit rolls downhill. So we see all that stuff at the end and say, okay, guys, you guys really messed up this, you messed up this, you messed up this because I'm the one that has to have to deal with this. So that's kind of like the the geek mentality. So, so but Ricky and Ricky and David are both uh, sales sign. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And we we talked about the nuances between Ricky because it's like yes, my brother Ricky. Uh, so you guys don't know. Uh, my brother David is very much a, a salesperson. Uh, my brother Ricky, he has that characteristic to him, but he's also a big geek too. But the way he does his geekdom is is a uh, <laughs> his little geekdom is a little bit different than the way I do it. It's, we used to program together, so yeah. So it's it's a uh, yeah, one of the big things is, is uh, and if you think about life, uh, you know, to be successful in something, a lot of times it. One of my, our challenges as being geeks is a lot of times you have to sell yourself or sell your product or something like that. If you don't have the sales, you know, you're kind of screwed. And uh, uh, you know, the nice thing about Ricky Davis, they're both in that sales type category, so they had that going, so they can get the sales and they can take off. You know, it'd be a lot more challenging for me to do it because I can have the best product in the world. But if I can't sell it, it's not good. The people in the middle, the people in the middle, they can be a little bit both. So they can sell it and they can do the local type stuff. You know, they can be a little bit, they can do everything. That's why they're so, you know, kind of special. And that's why you see some of these, uh, these uh, people that do very well. So trying to, uh, so keep that in mind. Keep that little thing in mind. So, mm-hmm. you know, one thing is you got to sell people on things. <clears throat> one thing is you got to be the leader. Another thing is, you know, you have to have the, the, the intelligence stuff too. And a lot of things in life really depend on selling, selling, selling your stuff. So, trying to study like these different categories and what's successful and what's not successful, you know, what kind of personality is, is really driven and can be very successful, it's kind of hard. But I, I thought of one was like, well, I wanted to kind of look up billionaires, but I know billionaires are kind of like a challenge to look up because some of them inherit the money, like, yeah. like the Waltons, they got that one. So I just did a study where I thought, well, you know what? Let's focus on African-American billionaires or black billionaires. Yeah. 
Because, you know, because they've been oppressed for so long that they don't really have this history of people just hand them stuff. So if, if you're an African-American and you became a billionaire, you probably busted your ass to, you know, to do it. Yeah. It should be one category where this thing really stands out. And guess what? You're right. Damn right I am. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it turns out there's not very many billionaires uh, uh, that are black or African-American. It turns out in 2016 – there's twelve. Yeah, there's a. I think there's like a hundred billionaires out there right now. Okay, I was going to say twelve. Is that a lot or a little? I don't no, have no, any context uh, for how yeah, many yeah. rich people. Actually, are you actually look at how many told there, are, but th- th- there's that. Uh, we mentioned earlier about Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. uh, billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire, and he's in that category. So of the twelve billionaires, uh, two of them are in the beginning category, the sa- the sales category, mm-hmm. right? Uh, one. Is at the end. Well, that bodes well for us. <laughs> yeah, this, this, is why, this is why I say I would never be rich. So, you know, if you have kind of some inheritance, yeah, you may want to work a little harder. Mm, yeah, I already knew that one. <laughs> Nine of them were in the middle. Yeah. Nine. Those are some statistics right there. Huh? Those are some good statistics right there. Yeah. It's, it's, like I said, you can see this kind of stuff there. And it's, it's, it's kind of hard to tell the nuance between all these different things, but I thought that was a good study before. I was like, this would be kind of good. And it, it, it proved out right there. Granted, that's a very low number, but but I mean that's a low number for a sample size. But it went right along with the theory. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to because we're running out of time. But uh, part of the other thing that happened in the past week, which I, is the reason why I want to talk about this stuff, another place where this stands out as is with elections. Oh, is it is that starting now? Yeah, it's getting pretty hot and heavy. And, uh, and just recently, there's a whole uh, bunch of Democrats. The, the, the Democratic field is like huge. So, and I was kind of, I'm a Democrat, but, uh, or liberal, whatever you want to call me. But, uh, uh, the, the field is very huge right now. And I was very frustrated because, like, it's like, no, no, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. And then recently, some people have been coming in that I was like, ah, that's what I want. So now, going by what we talked about so far, who would you think would be the most elected? I would think the salespeople would be the most elected, but, uh, uh, the ones who should be elected probably are the, uh, middle tier. Okay, the fixed. The the middles are the the the, the meter, uh yeah fixed yeah yeah. <laughs> hey, you remember good yeah I listen. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and they are actually the most popular. And this stands out in particular with uh, it's not for like necessarily Congress, but for presidents and governors also because they're the leaders, mm-hmm. and that's what the middle people are good at. They're good at being the leader. They have enough savvy to get elected. They can be personable enough, and but they're not like oh hey that guy's just fun. Yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want necessarily a fun leader necessarily. You want someone yeah. that's kind of serious. So the people in the middle have that. You know, they can be personable, diplomatic. You know, they can be personable, but the thing that stands out about them is they get sh- they get shit done. You know, mm-hmm. they actually get things done. So if we're going to elections, of course, would be the second most popular to get elected. I, I, I kind of gave it away. Who's the most popular? <laughs> I don't know the fun people. Oh, well, those, I thought we were talking about a specific person. I'm like, I don't yeah, know who's oh, even oh, running. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the fun people. So so if we look at like right now, I just uh, – like I said, this one of my little studies I do, being a geek that I am. Uh, yeah, this year right now uh, – actually, I'm missing two. But I looked at how many governors there are because a lot of times governors are similar to a president. Yeah. Uh, with the governors, uh, 15 of them are in that beginning category, uh, the fun people. Uh, 12 – or in the end, as geeks. Once again, we're screwed. And and then in the middle, 21. 
So these middle of these bitches. These bitches, man. <laughs> <laughs> if we look at uh, United States presidents, so uh, United States presidents, uh, this one's a little bit tighter, but still, it follows the same, the same thing. Uh, 14 were beginners, 18 were in the middle, and 12 were at the end. Mm. Once again, we got screwed. Yeah. So, me and Evan being the geeks. So, so like I said, the, the beginners, the salespeople, like I said, the biggest one was the people in the mill, the, the, the bitches. You know, they're, they're, and then on top of that, if you look at like, like, the, like the great presidents, you know, I, I made a list of like the, I ordered the, 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 the top, let's say top five presidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let's go with those geeks, right? So, with those geeks, we got uh, the top five are Washington, Johnson, Madison, Jackson, and Kennedy. I find Madison hilarious. <laughs> Do you know who he is? Yeah, I know Madison is. Well, you know the well. I oh, was he was he before or after Andrew Jackson? Before, yeah. I think he set up the um the Madison Act, I believe. Um, no, that's Monroe. Sorry, I'm thinking Monroe. Monroe Doctrine. Monroe Doctrine. Yeah, yeah. he's one of the greats. What? I, <laughs> I would. Mass is the, known as the father of the Constitution. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's known, he also burned on the, the, uh, the White Monroe House. Monroe Doctrine's the greats? Huh? The Monroe Doctrine? <laughs> no, uh, uh, Madison Monroe is like, he, James Monroe, he's, he's one of my favorite presidents. He, he's, he's, yeah. he was only, I think he's the only one that got elected uncontested, except for Washington. Yeah. I think, um, well, who was after Washington? Here's the other one. Here's the, other, the top five, you know, the cardinal science, the beginners. So those are the ends. Grant, uh, we want the geek reading our constitution. That's what they're good at, right? <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the, the details. Uh, but the beginners are uh, Jefferson, Eisenhower, Wilson, uh, Quincy Adams, and Ford. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now check out this list here. These are the, 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 the in this order of ranking. Of uh, the top ones in the fixed science, the mill people, the bitches, Abraham Lincoln, FDR, Roosevelt, mm. uh, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, Truman, Obama, Reagan, Clinton, John Adams, James Monroe. You know, do you recognize any of those names? I recognize all those names. <laughs> right. I'm surprised Polk didn't fall in those. Huh? Polk? He's, uh, it goes McKinley, then Polk. Actually, I don't know much about Polk, but. Really? Polk's actually really interesting because, um, he was one of the few presidents who just served like his four years and didn't run again. Oh, really? Yeah. He set up like three goals to, uh, solve the border issue with Mexico, um, uh, to, God, now I don't remember things from class. <laughs> but he basically set up like these three things that he wanted to accomplish in office and, uh, he, did the four years didn't even worry about running again and accomplished all three of them. Do you realize how Rob Bryant says last show you're bitching about how I always talk to you about presidents when I was giving you math homework? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet irony. I had a, I had a actually now, now, great, you give me, now you give me a lesson. In, I had a great in, professor for history uh, this past semester and he really made me interested in it. Yeah. So can you see where this might be significant? Yeah. So if I'm a Democrat and I want to get like, you know, think, thing out, um, if, if I want to get someone elected, or actually even with any party, you know, not just get elected, but also want them to be good when they get in office. Like I said, I, I showed you who gets elected, but then I listed who the great presidents are. Like I said, like like 75% of the great presidents, you know, the, the, the top 10, you know, are those 
those those fixed signs at people. Mm-hmm. So it's not just getting elected, but I want someone that's once again power. I want them to do good things or you know accomplish something. You know, just accomplish some things. So, so the the problem that we had with the so right now the primaries you know, we have a whole list of people that um, <laughs> this is kind of funny. So uh, of the declared candidates, we have like a one two for the beginners, the the, the fun people. We got the Aaron Warren, uh, Beto Rook, Beto, Betty, the, the South Bank guy, I think it is. Uh, Pete, huh. boy, it's like being Ireland again. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you say it with a heavy Irish accent, it works. The, the pirate, uh, I'll tell you later on. But, the pirate? <laughs> no, the pirate is like I can't read these these stupid names. Uh, the, 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 but there's there's a oh, yeah, yeah you can do it. Okay. We're re- reading the which ones? The beginning ones, the Cardinals. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, Beto Roque. Uh, these are the fun and dumb people, by the way. So. Pete Budi. Where did you find the? <laughs> They're actually up there. Budicek. I think it's Budicek. Budicek. I think he's a Texan guy. Yeah. John Delaney, Tulsi Gabbard, Kamala Harris, Harris, Tim Ryan, Mariana Williamson, Andrew Yang. Yeah. So if, if you look at the list there, though, the all the Colonel signs, the the, the those salespeople they're the main ones running. That's the biggest category. Yeah. The geeks are the guess who the guess who the number one geek is. Uh, oh come on, Bernie Sanders. You can just guess that one. Yeah. Yeah, so as 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 much as I might like what he says and stuff like that, I don't want him to get elected. You know, because he, he I don't want him to be on a ticket because they, like I just said, they don't get elected and they don't fall into the really the great category so much, right? So he may have some smart ideas, like I said, they're, they're smart people, but they can't motivate people to get shit done. Mm-hmm. So I want someone that's in that middle category. And right now, like just in the past couple of weeks, uh, this uh, Joe Biden. What Joe Biden? Joe Biden, the, the vice president, Joe Biden, you know, the yeah. old, old vice president. He just entered the race. Huh. He's in that middle category, and he'd probably be the main one. He, well, he's the leader in the popularity polls right now, and Bernie Sanders behind him. Uh, so you got Joe Biden, uh, this this, this uh, South, the Seth uh, Moulton. Uh, he he seems like a, he's a young guy. He seems kind of interesting, but he's not very high in rank, rankings right now. But there's Cory Booker. Uh, John uh, Hickelooper, he's a Colorado governor. So uh, uh, Jay Inslee, Eric Swalwell, and this <laughs> this guy Mike Gravel. He's eighty eight years old. <laughs> he's running for president. He's how old? Eighty eight years old. Eighty. Oh my god. That's just another fun thing we've talked about. In but the, we got we got wrap up pretty soon. But, but but can you see like the the, the importance? Like okay, uh, yes. When you're going to, if you if you're a Democrat and you want someone to get, uh, you know, if you want someone that's going to be able to get elected and be great when they get in there, try to focus on the fixed signs. Yeah, yeah, Bernie Sanders, you may be sound pianist, like yeah, you, you say some really great stuff, but you're not necessarily a leader. You know, you, you got popular with your little bunch of people, but you don't have the diplomacy or the diplomatic ways about you, uh, the consensus building abilities to get stuff done, and it'd be it'd be very, I think it'd be tough for him to get elected. Hmm. Uh, but whereas the Joe Biden, you know, I, I would guess Joe Biden would probably be the 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 one that gets the nomination. That'd be my guess. But whatever it is, if it's not him, you know, try folks on these guys like Joe Biden, Seth Moulton. Uh, he's kind of appealing. He's interesting because he is actually a, a, a war vet, and so that appeals to some people. If they want to, some of that fought in the war. Actually, it's fun that you say that because um, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, you just gave me this look like, oh my god, are you seriously detouring us again? <laughs> no, not, no, I'm done. I'm done. done? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, you look at like early presidents of the United States and like how many of them had been like generals in the army before they were elected? Like Washington, uh, was it Adams? I think Adams was also in the army. No, he wasn't. No. There's yeah. several like, or Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson's a really good one, actually. He's he's a, he's a general. Yeah, and you have like all. You're the, right. You're right. Because right, there's uh, Washington general uh, Adams, Jefferson, Madison were the next ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't fight. Uh, Monroe, uh, he fought, and uh, Jackson, he fought. Like you have all these like, I mean, a lot of those are great presidents, and um, they were all like generals in the army. And I mean, the primary, but they weren't generals. Like like Adams well, and Jefferson weren't generals, and Madison were generals. No, they weren't generals. But still, like. They do fight in the army, and the president is the commander in chief of the army. They didn't fight. I digress. I'll we'll talk about this later. <laughs> All right. Well, so that, that's our little lesson. We might pop on this. So uh, one thing is, like, so keep in mind. I, I actually research this stuff, and uh, like I said, the odds are kind of there. And this, there's something to this astrology stuff. Um, I need to do a lot more research, but like I said, when it comes to the election, I would stick to those people in that middle category, the, the bitches, you know, the, the fixed signs, and. Uh, I know some. I had someone get upset with me because they're like, "You don't like any females." It's like, no, I love females, uh, but they're not in the right astrology. <laughs> you know, give me someone like a like a, a current uh, governor of Michigan. She's in the bitch category, and I was like, "Yeah, she's gonna win." Gretchen Winheim, whatever, whatever her name is, Wilhelm. I can't remember her name. Um. <laughs> Gretchen. Well, her name's Gretchen, but but she's in that, that that category. It's like she's gonna be a fine governor, I'm sure. Rick Schneider was the same thing. Anyways, uh, Evan, thanks for hopping in again. <laughs> so, and uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, once again, this is a good Reverend Jim. Uh, we have folks on his relationships, and if you want some more information, go to thegoodreverendjim.com. Thank you. You know, doing things we've had uh, to do. Sorry, I just gotta. 